It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Style expert Bridget Reyes wants the everyday woman to know that our bodies aren't wrong for our clothes. Our clothes are wrong for our bodies. She's the author of Style RX, and she's joining me today on Amy's Table to share her top five tips for looking great. Welcome, Bridget. How are you? Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Well, you know, first of all, your first tip is just music to my ears. You're saying our body isn't wrong for the clothing. The clothing's wrong for our body. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, it's so simple because, and it's so, but it's so powerful. And and often when women put on clothing, the first and that doesn't fit right, the first thing we think, I have to lose ten pounds. Uh, there's something wrong with me. And it's so simple instead to just shift it and say, there's nothing wrong with my body. This happens to be wrong for my body, and that's okay. Not everything's supposed to fit right. So that simple shift in perspective can be really empowering. So I've, I've said that a lot with my clients when they get frustrated. There's nothing wrong with your body. The, the clothing is wrong for your body. Let's blame the clothing instead of ourselves. And that makes so much sense because you know what's going on behind closed doors in dressing rooms all over the country. Women are just <laughs> cursing themselves. And you're right. Curse the clothes instead. I like that. And and the Absolutely. other the other point that you make, I think, is key. And it's funny because I think we all have our wishes and, and uh, they aren't necessarily true. And I do that with everything from clothing to gardening. I'll plant things in a shady area. I'll plant sunny plants just because I love the plant. I want it to work, but it's not going to work in my shady area. I do the same thing with clothes. I love that dress, but it really isn't the right dress for me. So you're saying don't have a wishful wardrobe. Yes. Dress for the life you have, not the life that you wish you had. I call it wishful wardrobing because... I think that a lot of times when I work with clients, they start making things up. So I'll have a mom who's a stay-at-home mom, and she has 15 pairs of stilettos, and then she's <laughs> not wearing them. And it's, you know, we can wish for things that we wish about our lives, and sometimes it can be a little sobering to realize, oh, you know what, my life doesn't really require five pairs of stilettos. I wish it did, but I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I'm at the playground. And now, and what happens a lot of times when we do that, we don't have things that really function. So we have to be accepting of what is realistic for our lives. You know, do we walk a lot? Do we, it, do, do these things call for us? You know, and then a lot of times I'll find clients will start to make things up, you know. Well, maybe I'll start <laughs> dating. And it's like, but you haven't dated in six years. You know, so it's like, <laughs> let's really look at what's the reality. And sometimes that really does force us to look at what we might want to change in our lives, too. Maybe it is, oh, I haven't dated in 10 years. I keep buying these date tops, but I'm not getting out there. So it also makes us really take a, uh, sometimes a bit of a hard look at ourselves. Sure, it's all interrelated. But, of course, I think you'd suggest change your life first and then get the wardrobe to go with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, or at least, you know, if you're going to start changing things and you want to have one or two date tops, if you want to, but at least put yourself out there at the same time. You know, there's nothing wrong yes. with sort of preparing yourself but you know again we don't need to have 10 pairs of stilettos when we 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 were home with children for example it's 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 really about keeping them a balance definitely yeah but you do bring up a good point so do you think every woman should have stashed in her wardrobe that perfect little black dress that perfect you know formal outfit i mean how much of that do we need to keep on hand well, you know, I'll tell you, it's really funny about the little black dress. I mean, that is a staple for a lot of people. I don't personally own one, but I understand what you're saying. Those certain things that we can go to, I think those are really important. But I think we don't usually need more than one. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think we need to have a ton of those um, 
if you think about, you, know, you have to look at your own life and see, well, how many of these things do I need? How often do I need to call on them? I don't think we need to have uh, a ton of evening gowns if we're, if we're maybe going to one wedding a year. And I would rather see someone have one really good piece if their life doesn't need many of those items that they can mix and match and get more mileage out of versus buying and having a ton of them. I'd, like to, I'd rather see someone have something really versatile and say, with a shoe change or an accessory change, I can make this look different and get some real value out of what I've bought. And that really leads into your point number three, and that is where are you going in that? <laughs> <laughs> That is actually the title of my own radio show. Funny is enough. it really? I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I've been saying that for years, and it's, it's funny how it came to be. Where are you going in that is something that I didn't even realize. I was saying to a lot of my clients when I started my business 10 years ago, and I, they would pull something out of their closet, and they'd want to hold on to it, or we'd be in a store, and they'd want to buy something. And I just kept saying to them, where are you going? Where are you going in that? And, and they would say, well, and it sort of goes back to the wishful wardrobing. Well, you know, maybe I'll be. And, and so a lot of my clients started to call me out on that. I was always saying it, and it started to become my thing. But interestingly, <laughs> a lot of my clients told me later on, I saved myself from buying something yep. because before I bought it, I said, where am I going in this? And I always say, if you can't realistically find somewhere to go, it has no business being in your closet. And that's why a lot of us wind up with a lot of clothes that we don't wear. So the simple thing that someone can say to themselves, where are you going in that? I know <laughs> that is, something- I love that. That is so funny. That's going to echo in my head. That really is yeah. because I do, I find myself drawn to little sequiny things and stuff. <laughs> You know, it's exactly. like, it's I like, run a cooking school. <laughs> Where am I going in that? <laughs> exactly. Where am I going in this? And, and it's so simple, but it's very, very effective. Yeah, true that. Well, I like number four. Your closet tells on you. Messy closet, yeah. messy life. Ooh, I think a closet is something a lot of us don't want to let other people into. It's really true. I think that... Um, I, I've really, I've, I've sort of cultivated different personality types over the years because I would see such a connection between, you know, someone who is, has a very messy closet. They tend to also have a, a lot of chaos in their own life. Or someone who, um, I call them devaluists. They are the people who always seem to have a stain, who always seem to be, you know, holding something together with a safety pin. They can't get to the dry cleaner often enough. Often those are people who tend to devalue themselves. They don't put themselves first. They really can use a little bit more self-care in their life. Or someone who is a sentimentalist, for example, they tend to have that one foot stuck in the past, and, and, and they, they don't want to let go for fear of the future. Um, so I think that there's uh, the popper is one of my favorites, too, that person who has that stuffed closet of really cheap things because they don't want to spend on themselves, but they don't realize that if instead of buying 20 cheap shirts, they could take that same amount of money and buy something they really love for themselves, what that often in their life I find is that they also they don't spend on themselves or they have to really learn to value themselves more. So I think there is, I always say, you know, I call them the closet personalities. I think that the the closet is the window to the soul. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I, I can see a lot of that. And I think it's true. And I think that's one of those things where, you know, you're saying, where are you going in that? Or don't dress for a yeah. life you're wishing for. Open up your closet. What's it look like? 
it, it's yeah. going to give you a quick flash of what life is doing for you. So it's very Absolutely. true. These are really good points, Bridget. I've got to say, the book is Style RX, and there's dressing the body you have, create the body you want with your style. I like tip number five, chicken outfits. Now, you've got to explain this to me. Because <laughs> I'm not going to buy a chicken outfit. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it, again, this started when I, I, you know, I've worked with women for 10 years. And, and the thing is that I've been in fashion for 20 years. And I had to work with women to really, you know, I'm, I love a good analogy with people because I think it really kind of illustrates a point that you're trying to make. And I remember... I kept seeing, you know, when women come to me, they're not fashion nightmares. They're usually women who are just, they're feeling blah. They're feeling like they're just another person in the crowd. They want to stand out more. And what I, I, the only way I could explain to my clients what was going on was saying, you know, this is the equivalent. What your outfit looks like is the equivalent of if I was to put chicken in a pot of boiling water and you were to eat it, (laughs) right? So chicken is only flavorful. When you do something to it, and the beauty of chicken is it's very versatile. It's like imagine chicken as the basics in your wardrobe. It's, it's, but, but really, it, you have to do something to chicken to make it flavorful. So tomorrow you could have chicken stew and you could have chicken parmesan. You can have all these things. So what, that, what women, the problem I see is that they only get dressed 75% of the way. So they put on their like basic pants and their colored top and they go to work and they're bored. But if they took it that one step further and maybe thought about mm, maybe a different shoe, maybe instead of these pearls, I can do something colorful. Maybe instead of this handbag, this black one that I keep grabbing, if I do something a little different, those are the flavors that we normally don't think about that really is the difference between a boring outfit and a really exciting outfit. So I, the only way I can make that distinction to my clients was to say, this is a chicken outfit. You put a chicken in a pot of boiling water and you just try to eat it, and you wonder why it's boring. So, again, <laughs> I, get these, I get these clients who will, like, email me a photo or they'll call me or we're shopping and be like, is this chicken? I think this is chicken. Oh, that's so <laughs> funny. But, you know, they're really, truly ideas that you can grab, that you can make sense of, and that really resound with people. So you're telling them how to take that chicken and turn it into chicken cordon bleu or chicken hey. piccata. Absolutely, and the beauty of it is, is that it's always chicken. So you know, we, you know, the big mistake is that women will try to buy things that are so novelty, but you don't have to. You know, your basics are important, but the problem is that people don't, they don't spice up their basics, just like people don't spice up their chicken, and that's why they're bored out of their mind. Well, I got to say, Bridget, there are a lot of great tips here, and I'm going to put Bridget's five top tips on amystable.com. You can find them all in the book, Style RX, and you can also go to Bridget's website, which is bridgetraise.com, R-A-E-S. And Bridget, fun to talk to you. Lots of good advice. Thank you for sharing it today. Such a pleasure to be with Stick you. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q. Two.